British Prime Minister Tony Blair's announcement last month that he would resign within a year, although expected due to the earlier revolt in his party, took many by surprise. After all, he has been one of the most accomplished world politicians. And to a great degree, thanks to him, the British Labour Party has been in power for the last decade. Douglas Fraser, political editor of the Scottish newspaper The Herald, explains. Tony Blair has won them two landslide uh, majorities and then a third term by a, a smaller margin, but nevertheless fairly comfortable by historic standards. The Labour Party had never seen anything like it before, so they owe him a huge legacy by steering them right into the centre ground of British politics. Throughout the 1990s, he also proved that sound economics and social justice could indeed coexist. But first and foremost, as Douglas Fraser continues, it was Blair's charm and charisma that won him popularity. He's a fantastic performer. He's a sort of thespian politician. He can deliver a very inspirational speeches. And there's very few people in any generation with the talent he's got to inspire people, to lead people places they didn't necessarily want to go. Like Iraq, analysts say that even though domestic scandals have marred Tony Blair's tenure since he assumed his post in 1997, it was his strong support for the Iraq war and his ties to Washington that truly dented his popularity. Ian Williams, U.S. correspondent for the Tribune, the British newspaper affiliated with the Labour Party, explains. Look, it's been a bedrock of policy since 1945 for Labour governments that there should be a strong alliance with the United States. I think the difference is that many of the members think that this has gone beyond an alliance to becoming a dependency. Ultimately, according to many observers, including Douglas Fraser, it was Mr. Blair's support for Washington's position on the conflict between Hezbollah and Israel over the summer that cost him his job. But the final straw this summer was the position he took over a conflict in the Middle East. But for his part, Mr. Blair is not in the mood to apologize for Iraq or anything else. In a recent emotional speech in Manchester addressing his party, Tony Blair spoke of the continued need for a strong alliance with the United States and for the British commitment to the war on terror. According to Richard Wolff, Newsweek's senior White House correspondent, the events of 9-11 have redefined Tony Blair's position on many issues and changed his worldview. Before 9-11, a bit like President Bush, many people were wondering about Tony Blair. What was he going to do in power? What was he going to do with his popularity? What was his mission? And 9-11 gave him a mission in the same way that it gave President Bush his mission. At the same time, many people wondered how Tony Blair would get along with Republican President George W. Bush, a very different personality from former Democratic President Bill Clinton, with whom Tony Blair enjoyed a close rapport. Analysts say that for Tony Blair, the traditional, special relationship between Great Britain and the United States transcended party lines. Moreover, Newsweek's Richard Wolff points to a common personal style between Tony Blair and George W. Bush. He says both share strong convictions and stick to their political choices despite difficulties. They did get on very well. They got on well personally. They got on well because they share this world view. And some people have seen it as a sort of religious thing. Personally, I'm not sure that they're acting out of their religion so much as a belief that as successful politicians, they can afford to do difficult things. They should do difficult things. 
and that means they've taken on big things like terrorism. However, a recent revolt within Mr. Blair's Labour Party forced him to promise that he would depart within a year. But while Tony Blair may be a liability for the Labour Party now, he might turn out to be its greatest asset. Similarly, the United States could be losing its staunchest ally and international spokesman, who often argued eloquently in defense of U.S. policies around the world. This program was written by Anna Zalewski. For International Press Club, I'm Carol Castiel.